2: And now to the story that has gripped the nation and the world. Four-year-old Cleo Smith has spent her first night back at home with her parents after 18 agonising days missing in WA. She was found locked in a house just seven minutes from her family home in Carnarvon. And her rescue, nothing short of a miracle. This was the moment so many had hoped for. my name's Cameron, how are you? Okay? We're going to take you see okay? Four officers, all fathers, found four-year-old Cleo alone, locked in a house in Carnarvon. An incredible breakthrough, two and a half weeks into a painstaking search.
3: I said, what's your name? And she didn't answer and I said, what's your name? <laughs> um, she didn't answer again, so I asked her a third time and then she looked at, me, looked at me and she said, my name's Cleo.
2: Cleo was taken to hospital, by all accounts, happy and with an icy pole in hand, ready to reunite with her family.
3: Called uh, Cleo's parents and said, we've got someone here that wants to speak to you. And it was, um, you know a wonderful feeling to be able to to make that call.
2: For them, it had been an 18-day nightmare. It all started when they arrived at the Blowholes campsite northwest of Carnarvon on October 15. The next morning, Cleo's mum, Ellie, woke to find Cleo missing from her tent. She immediately called triple zero. A day later, Ellie pleaded for help on social media. Police followed suit, making their own appeals and ramping up the search. On the 19th, Cleo's parents broke their silence giving their first interview then the state government stepped in offering a record equaling one million dollar reward for information. Police searched the family home a few days later on Tuesday police delivered a major blow admitting their CCTV searches had amounted to nothing but then yesterday less than 24 hours later a breakthrough.
3: For those of you that have been hoping wishing and praying uh, that we were able
2: to find a little Cleo alive and give her back to you in your arms, is just a wonderful, wonderful day. Carnarvon celebrated. Just walking around town, it feels like this cloud has been lifted. Police have remained tight-lipped about what led them to the house where Cleo was found. The duplex in Tonkin Crescent Brockman is now a crime scene, swarming with forensic experts desperate for answers.
0: It was the hard work of the team that did it, analysing all of that information, gathering it all, working through it and finding that needle in that haystack.
2: A neighbour revealed on Sunrise a potential clue. A 36-year-old who lived in the house was spotted buying nappies at the supermarket, an odd purchase for a man who lives with his dog. We saw him in the Woolworths there buying Kimbies and that. It's alleged he took Cleo but why? We still don't know. He was arrested yesterday, but just hours later had to be taken to hospital. I don't know, I just heard a bit of banging, on that, uh, bit of banging and that. But the real story in this is Cleo's miracle rescue, an outcome so rare after so many days missing. It's captured the hearts of not just those here in Australia, but around the world. Live now to our reporters in Carnarvon. First to Tim McMillan. How's that town coping? They've been through a lot.
0: Oh, they certainly have. And look, as we speak right now, I can just see the sun starting to peak over the horizon. I have to say it feels pretty calm here at the moment. Yesterday was a really intense day. It was very emotional for a lot of people. An overwhelming sense of calm but also feelings of shock as well and today I suppose starts a new chapter. The first morning after the first night Cleo spends reunited with her family and you can only imagine they held her pretty tight last night. For police too it's been a time of celebration and relief too after a mammoth operation that ultimately led to the successful rescue of Cleo in the early hours of yesterday morning. A moment so few thought possible. Cleo Smith swept up in the arms of safety. Rescued by the police, all of it caught on body cam. They broke down the door, all four of them fathers. And there she was awake. Then came her little voice. A sight, a sound that would capture a nation. Just a very, very sweet, um, energetic girl, very, very trusting and very open with
3: us. You know,
0: we all wanted to take turns in holding her. <laughs> her prison, a stranger's home, hidden from view, scared and alone. Cleo was found in a locked room.
3: One of the guys jumped in in front of me and um, and picked her up, and, and I, you know, I just wanted to be absolutely sure that, um, you know, it certainly looked like Cleo. Um, I wanted to be absolutely sure it was her, so I said what's your name and she didn't answer and I said what's your name Um, she didn't answer again so I asked her a third time and then she looked looked at me and she said my name's Cleo.
0: 18 days of asking where is Cleo she was closer than anyone thought two minutes from the Carnarvon police station seven minutes from her family home. A low-key suburban duplex nestled amongst a tight-knit community.
2: It's scary that a guy that grew up in this town and know a lot of people, like family members of a lot of people around here too, it's a shock that we didn't actually see it, we didn't take notice of it.
0: That community may have helped trigger the alarm.
2: Visit the house to drop something off and then he seen something. From what they said is they
0: did see the, the little girl. But the million-dollar reward is unlikely to be claimed. No, it wasn't a tip-off as such. No, it was was through the work that the team was doing, just methodically going through all of the work, all of the evidence. Most of it phone data. The 36-year-old man, suspected of taking Cleo from her family's tent, locals say he was a loner and kept to himself. Now accused of kidnapping and holding captive a four-year-old little girl.
2: Just walking around town, it feels like this cloud has been lifted.
0: Hours after he was arrested, an ambulance from the lockup to hospital.
3: No, no, I just heard a bit of banging in that, a uh, bit of banging, and he dead and dead on the wall.
0: He left a trail of blood, heard screaming, I'm sorry. The breakthrough, unexpected, unlikely, unbelievable. They may have lost Cleo, but they never lost hope.
1: Joey Catanzaro, you're outside the home where Cleo was found. Where does the investigation go now?
4: Koshy, police are hoping to formally charge Terence Kelly later today with kidnapping. If there are any other charges, they may take some time. A lot will depend on what evidence, if any, they're able to extract from the home behind me where Cleo was allegedly held captive. Now... uh, there's also a possibility that specialist officers will be having a chat with Cleo today, uh, possibly in the coming days, and a lot will depend on what she tells those officers. As for, for Kelly, well, he uh, last night was taken to Carnarvon Hospital. Uh, he's since been transferred back to the holding cells. Uh, we're told that he's probably unlikely to face court today. It really will depend on when those charges are, are laid. Detectives are still building a case though that Cleo's now home and that's the end of the, the, the search but really this is the beginning of the criminal investigation.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah All right, exactly. Joey. Thank you, Joey. Uh, look, let's go to the police. Deputy Commissioner Cole Blanche joins us now. Uh, good morning to you. We talked to you yesterday, obviously a huge day, a remarkable rescue. Thanks for your time. What's the latest development in your investigation?
5: So we still have the uh, 36 year old male in, in our custody. He's still assisting with inquiries. Um, look, he's gone off to hospital. Um, he's gone off a, to hospital again this morning. Uh, the important thing for police, if we're going to interview someone about offences as serious as this, that's something that we will need them in a condition where they've had rest, uh, they're in a good mental state, uh, they're, they're, they've been fed. So we've got to make sure we give them the best opportunity to, to answer our questions, and that's to ensure that the court process, um, mm. you know, is validated when,
1: if, if we get to that point. Cole, you you've been emphasising that this wasn't part of a, a sinister, wider child abduction ring, which which sets every parent's mind at ease, doesn't
5: it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the number one um, focus for police is to have the community feel at ease. You know, we want people in WA to enjoy our lovely state. We don't want them afraid of camping. You know, one of the, one of the greatest things to do in Western Australia. So we have to give that public reassurance that the, the investigation that we've done, the outcome that has been obtained, is something that, you know, we will move on with this investigation. But as far as the community themselves, that fear can probably now go away.
2: You've also, I think, talked about... Um Whether anyone's eligible for that $1 million, maybe not, because it was general good police work that solved this.
5: Yeah, look, you know, the police collected so much information from day one for those 18 days that they were able to trawl through and put that jigsaw puzzle together. Now, that part of that jigsaw puzzle was information from the community, but it all contributed to the outcome uh, yesterday morning. Uh, look, we're, you know, we're not going to discount that it's not going to be paid out, but certainly, you know, the, the, the information that I have from the police is that really it was good, hard detective and intelligence analyst work.
1: Yeah. Cole... You guys have to face some terrible things. Uh, you're always under pressure. Everyone's a critic of the police. I've got to say, personally, it was so nice to see the human side of policing um, when when Cameron Blaine was showed so much empathy and warmth and compassion uh, to little Cleo coming out, asking her her name. You know, you're all humans, you're all dads. It was emotional for you all, wasn't it? Look, we, we are. We're
5: mums, dads. We're part of the community. One of the big uh, focuses for Western Australia Police is, is to realise who we are. We are part of the community. We police by consent in WA. We've got great community support. We've always enjoyed that. It's what made our it's what has made our relationship with WA community great, and and in times like an investigation into Cleo, that's when we need to help the most. So it's not just for the investigation that we need to behave that way. It's always, mm. and we've always taken that approach. And, and Commissioner Chris Dawson has done a lot to bring those values into the WA Police mm. Force. Yeah, yeah right it
2: is. T- To be commended. The other thing we noticed, uh, Cole, just looking at those pictures of when she was brought out of the house, uh, her hair seemed clean, uh, she seemed to have been cared for somewhat. Could you talk us through that in any way?
5: Look, the police have been on record a number of times in the last 24 hours about saying, you know, her, her physical well-being seemed okay. But there's a lot of work to be done with a child of such young age to understand what, you know, what they've been through for those 18 days. Um, you know, that's the work that's really going to start from today onwards. We wanted to give Cleo that time with family. But there's a lot of work to be done from the investigation perspective is really to piece together those 18 days. I don't think any child taken from their family uh, away from them for 18 days is not going to suffer some type of trauma. So it's a really mm-hmm. slow, dedicated process with professionals. Um,
1: yeah, just explain those professionals. Um, who will talk to Cleo? What sort of process and care do you have around you know, getting the right information but, but not trying to scare her further or, or spook her?
5: Look, we have an entire squad dedicated to interviewing children. Uh, They're they're specialist child interviewers. And, look, they spend an extraordinary extraordinary amount of time talking to these children. So it's not like you would do a normal adult interview where you're basically straight into the, you know, what happened. It's really about getting to know them, making them feel comfortable. And and they can talk when they're ready to talk. That's the really important part. You have to be so careful with these interviews. And you know what? If they don't want to talk, that's OK too.
2: Yeah. do you expect to, to get much information out of a little four-year-old girl?
5: Look, it's always going to be limited, given the age. There might be some basic things. Certainly, you know, what the environment was like, timeframes, who they spoke to, what was spoken about. But again, uh, you know... This investigation is much larger than her version of events, but we're we're obliged to ask her those questions. But we just have to do it in the most careful um, and care way with a lot of support around her at the time. We we don't want to cause more distress to Cleo. I mean, that's the last thing police would ever want to do. Absolutely.
1: Is there any indication that anyone else visited the man in his home during those 19 days or whether she was kept there the whole time?
5: Look, that's all subject to the investigation that's underway at the moment about the circumstances of those 18 days in that house. Um, it's, not a, it's not front of mind at the moment. It's not our immediate information that that is the case. But certainly, you know, we have to go through each day forensically and work out who came, who didn't, uh, and, and, and what the circumstances were and what took place in that house.
2: Because right. we went through all this time, didn't we, those 19 days, and then you pounced. Can you tell us why?
5: yeah sure look for for eighteen days, we put together the information. Uh, we had so much information to put together it, it wasn't it was literally a needle in a in a data haystack and and we got to a point where we could sort of see the picture that we believed fit the circumstances and it did lead to that house it lead, led to the person in that house and we went there. And, and, you know, the footage is incredible footage. I I keep watching it over and over again. To see those officers, those four officers, including Detective uh, Senior Sergeant Cameron Blaine, you know, and and as you've already said, Koshi, the care shown to Cleo on arrival, it's just, you know, it's it's a moment I don't think in time that anyone will ever forget.
2: Because people are talking about uh, pings from mobile phones, uh, information about the car, the dog being moved. Was it all those things combined?
5: Yeah, police solve crimes through what I say is is data overlays. So we we put the phone data over, uh, you know, number plate recognition data, CCTV, witness accounts, forensics, and when you lay them on top of each other, you solve
1: crimes. And that's exactly what we've done here. Okay. Again, can you pass on our great thanks of a nation to all of your colleagues, Cameron Blaine, for the sort of the care he showed. Um, Is he ever out of his suit? <laughs> no, look, he's, I think he's had the
5: shortest celebration in history, and he's back into it today. So, you know, Cameron, Cameron, and, and his team have got a long way to go, and I can guarantee you they're under strict instructions to wear those suits because you know it's what uh, police are expected to look like.
1: Yeah, yeah. We were talking uh, about that, weren't we? Uh, oh no! Every time you saw him, he was in in his suit. Hopefully, you pick up the dry cleaning bill at least. <laughs> All right, Cole, Appreciate oh, your time. Absolutely, we'll definitely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that.